You know what, yeah? I realised... I always like to do these dramatic openings. I realised that when you say something online, yeah, someone else can just take it... Completely the wrong completely way. Completely the wrong way. Yeah, 100%. All the time. Like, no matter what you say. So that's like, why That's why I'm very um, hesitant to... what to say. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can't make... I'm the one that makes crazy statements. Yeah. You know why that's funny, though? Because people may assume that it's less risky for me to make crazy statements than you. But no, no, no. It is just, risky. Just <laughs> it's just as, as risky. risky. <laughs> <laughs> it's just as risky. But I'm aware that I'm the guy that makes the, you know, the mad statements. But yeah, I was realising when I was looking through all the, um, the comments we received for last week's episode and mm-hmm. um, I could say backlash. I'm not going to call it backlash. But when I watched what I said back, I'm thinking, okay, I did say things without completely explaining them. But that's just the way I talk sometimes. Right. Which you're aware of. Yeah. And also, I feel like people who have watched the podcast for time, they're aware of the way that you are in it. But obviously, going into TikTok, <laughs> your life's just yeah, completely changed. For me, since yeah. The, the, the Adele, if Adele was black thing, yeah. Yeah. Which a lot of people went wild over. I never said Adele wasn't talented. I never said Adele wasn't good. What I meant by that statement was that you have to look at things like that. Like, you know, there's a lot of, in my opinion, there's a lot of Adele's. People might think, people might go, oh, relax. You know what I mean? I'm very aware of, of the music scene and who's doing what. In my opinion, I think there's a few Adele's out there. Doesn't mean Adele isn't good. People, you just mentioned Adele, people go crazy. And that's kind of why I mentioned Adele. I was like, okay, who can I, you know what I mean? Who, <laughs> who can, can I compare? mention? Yeah. Who can I mention for people to go, rah, what are you, you talking about? Well, yeah. it's, it's, it's what I wanted. I wanted to start the argument as if, okay, if Adele was dark skin, what would be yeah. her reception? That's all I wanted to say. Mm. You know what I mean? And yeah, man, I wanted to speak up, man, for, for my people then. But yeah, yo, TikTok was grilling me, babe. Yeah, man. It was intense. People on TikTok come for you, you know. Fam, TikTok is TikToking, fam. Yeah. White people going crazy. Yeah. Saying, ah, oh, why can't we use your, why can't we embrace your culture if we love it? There were so many comments that literally made me want to crawl up my own button. I just could not even deal. Yeah, but it was just interesting to see, you know, everyone's opinions. My favourite comments, my favourite comments were when the white girl turned around to the black girl in the comments saying um, something about like weave and like Remy hair. And then then the black girl was like, ain't nobody using Remy over here. And then the white girl goes, I use it. Did you see it? Oh my God, it's too much. It was mad though. Remy is like a type of extension. I mean, I don't know. I've never had hair extensions in my life. Yeah. But like, it's a type of hair extension. That's all I know. It's like a a strand of, a certain strand of hair, I think maybe. Oh, okay. But it was quite popular like in the early 2000s. I don't think it quite hits the same. And and no, let me okay. just put, let me just put this out there. I don't speak on anything confidently that I don't really know about. So when I put an opinion out there, I'm already ready for people to challenge it because I know I can beat them in mm. in their challenge. Mm. I'm not gonna talk about something that I'm unsure about. I will just say we say this all the time on the podcast. Look, fam, I don't know. Yeah, I remember with the, the Palestine and the, it was Israel and Palestine yeah. the issues. We both was like. We ain't talking about this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm not educated enough on the, the issues. Yeah. 
So if I'm talking about something, especially regarding race, yeah, I'm ready for the, the questions and the comeback because I know I've got the answers. Mm-hmm. I was putting out the history of the music industry and uh, pictures and videos about, you know, the history of black people in the music industry from, you know, the Rolling Stones, Chuck Berry, you know, oh, and, yeah, and where their inspirations were from. Because yeah. people thought this just started, you know what I mean? This is just this was the origin of the music industry yeah. to take from you know black culture and and put a white face on it to make it popular it's business in it mm-hmm. um but yeah we we will leave that alone now um we, <laughs> we we went in you know um so many different angles babe how's your week been babe what, what's, what's been going on with oh, you how God, you been? what has been going on with my week um well, obviously, Mercury is in retrograde at the moment. What does that mean? So it me- Oh, shoot. Sorry, I keep messing around with the mics. Um, So basically, what it means is that everything's just not going to go your way. Like, everything's backwards at the moment. Things might not go accordingly. You know, no one ever really thrives when Mercury is in retrograde. It just means that your life's going to go a bit topsy-turvy. Rah. Things are going to be like... What? No, I'm listening oh, to you. Yeah, things aren't going to go according to plan, stuff like that. So just being prepared, really, for like, you know, things not really going accordingly. But this week as well, I have been listening to like the horoscope gods. Um, the horoscope gods. Yeah, I have wow. been listening to the horoscope gods this week. I've been highly, highly encouraged to pursue, you know, professional growth. And I feel like this week I've made the first step towards that. Let me pose so, a question to you. Is it possible? Because this is astrology you're talking about. Right, yeah. I've seen someone tweet this or it's on Instagram or something. How can you believe in astrology and religion at the same time? Because if you're religious, you would um, say that, you know, God created the earth in seven days. Yeah. Well, it depends what religion you are, if you're a Christian yeah. or whatever. But then astrology talks about the universe, the stars. It's a science-based concept, no? Astrology. Mm. So is it a conflict in the two? Like, can you be talking about Mercury in retrograde and be religious at the same time? Um- Technically, if, if you were really going to go into the technicalities of it all, um, no, because some people, obviously, like, astrology is their religion, do you know what I mean? But I do think, like, for the most part, religion and astrology are slightly different because religion kind of teaches you about a way of life and, like, it instills in you core values, whatever, um, or at least that's what it te- intends to do, whereas astrology is more like a a day-to-day guidance like this is the way that the earth is placed at the moment therefore this might happen or that might happen so be prepared to deal with specific scenarios obviously Mm. some people think it's absolute crap that's fine that's your opinion um but i don't think so i think i think a lot of the things that that i read um in my horoscope kind of aligns with the things that go on within my life and it just makes you think more than anything like a lot of people are like oh yeah that doesn't really mean let's say for example something about baby news Mm. came up on my horoscope today i was reading it out loud to you obviously we're not gonna get pregnant but it's just one of those things where it's like at least then you've got an awareness of it okay 
if that might if, if that if that could potentially happen for me within this time frame mm. then let me be extra cautious because we're not in a position to get pregnant do you know what i mean mm. things like that and and things like okay you know now is the time to really exercise your creativity that might just be the inspiration you need in that week that the seed that you needed planting to go out and do something creative mm. now, i'm not saying you need a horoscope to do that but it is nice just to kind of you think, see what the universe is saying certain, about you. You think certain women take this shit too far? <laughs> like they live religiously by this sign shit, horoscope shit, and they let it dictate their decision making or their how they feel about themselves during that certain period of time just based on this astrology shit. Mm. Like there's literally women that have consumed it completely and it's their whole being, which I'm not going to criticize because you could compare that to just a religion and it you mm-hmm. compare that to people that can you know that follow a religion like yeah. passionately yeah people that are there's people that follow astrology and signs and all of that mm-hmm. passionately i call them witch bitches but um no he doesn't <laughs> he's never used that term ever in his life before <laughs> but, don't but, ever refer to a woman but as they're a bitch. on that cold like that on it hard bro like the signs and that yeah. like they take it extremely seriously and there's people that they get palm readings and Tarot stuff card reading cards and that you know mm. the burn the sage um they the, eat they uh, touch the crystals nuts and seeds eat same shit rabbits eat like they, Ch- that Ch- all comes in it and like i don't know i can't do that i'm scared you know what I mean? I'm scared to mm. tap into that because, you know, it, it it's confusing to me. I can't give something energy yeah. like that because then it becomes real. Yeah. I mean, you I hope me? that by saying this, I don't offend anyone. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah. So I hope that by saying this, I don't offend anyone. And if I, if, if I am wrong and if there is a different way to interpret this, then please do let me know in the comments below because I'm more than happy to be corrected on this as it's something that I'm not too sure on. But I do think that when people kind of take their um, like astrology and their spirituality to a next level, mm. it's definitely to kind of instill like a... To, to kind of go on a little bit of a, a journey of self-discovery. Yeah. Some yeah. people do do it in different ways. And, and then also for some people, that's just their hobby. That's their thing. Like that's what they, they like to do. That's their quirk. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, I just think that if it's not for the purposes of trying to find yourself, it's definitely a hobby and it's your quirk and there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Big up order witchcraft. Because I do think... And all, yeah. the witch the juju I mean, and the, 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 the crystal spirit of Halloween. Right, you know what I'm gonna take it all back because I don't want to get cursed yeah. I'm, I'm taking it all so, back so take it all back big up yourselves yeah, um, I just think yeah I mean I've always I've always wanted to go to like a fortune teller or get a tarot reading but I'm too scared I'm too scared because I just know myself I will just think too deeply about it and I'll probably end up not living my life to the fullest so the reason why I read horoscopes is it kind of gives me a little bit of that but at the same time i can rely on the fact that oh well it's come from l horoscope so do you believe it's not do come you from be- an actual psychic do you believe the star sign stuff yeah because they say libras are libras and sagittarius sagittarius and retete do you meet people that are born in your what, what do they call it period of birth or whatever your star sign period or whatever yeah so anyone that's are you a sagittarius capricorn are you yeah capricorn yeah so do you believe Capricorns are all... Have you met other Capricorns and be like, oh, yo, you, your toe's big too. Yeah, same, I got a big toe too. And, 
you know, rare tear there. Your poop smells like this as well. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you meet people and relate? Because I I can't say like every Libra I know, like I don't feel like I'm the same as anybody. That's what I'm saying to you. Like I've never met someone and gone, yeah, he's bare like me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not it's not that everyone that falls under the same horoscopes exactly alike because there are different layers to it and I'm not even too too educated about the different layers that go into it but then also as well what you've got to understand is that like the descriptions of what makes a Capricorn and what makes a Libra that's a very um it is it is generic but at the same time like there are only really like a couple of traits which is matchable to anyone really but I do believe that like when I meet other Capricorns I can tell that they're a Capricorn do you know what i mean Mm. i can feel the capricorn energy because it's just that that um no nonsense go-getter career driven professional type of energy but obviously within that realm there are different versions of it but you're one of them people that will literally choose their partner you believe it that heavy like you would be like would you be like no i can't be with you because you're not a compatible star okay, sign to so me. so when we were first, like, seeing each other, when we first saw each other, um, I was very highly advised by the astrological gods to stay away from all Libras because we are just not compatible, yet here we are eight years later. So I believe that's a load of crap that you're accusing me of, that I would never be with someone. But to do it... Because the astrological charts say no. But if you started silly. from today... Like if you were single from today, I think you'd take it into That's consideration. That's not true. That's not you true. Would, man. I would I would definitely I would definitely pick up on traits, but you know what it is? When it comes to um when it comes to star signs, I wouldn't just have you tell me a star sign and then make a decision from then that we're not compatible. It would definitely be a case of I would look out and see, oh my god, actually that links to this. Yeah, it'd probably be in my mind, but it wouldn't be the main decision maker for me. I don't think I would take it that far. But anyway, to go back to the original question that you were asking, no one person really is true to sign because obviously your actual star sign, that is just, um, that's just, uh, you know, one part of you. You've also got your moon sign, your rising. Oh my God. And they dictate like the different layers of you that isn't necessarily always, um, apparent um when you kind of go and research your star signs because like say you for example obviously your main star sign is libra but your moon is in leo which makes so much more sense because you are that way inclined you're very what way inclined cutthroat harsh don't care about the opinion of others you you know what but it is true though you give that energy up let's deep this is a fake thing people think i'm harsh i'm cutthroat yeah when you actually meet me yeah I'm genuinely a soft person, bruv. You are, but your nature is not that way. So but you're you, telling you say me that. You say you're that. telling me that you're you're stood outside or you're stood at a function and people just gravitate you because you're so soft and warm. <laughs> no, that's no, not what I'm saying. No, you're not. But babe, you say that. But when you get to know me, anyone that's known me for longer than three years wouldn't say I'm cutthroat. Fam, you are. You very much. But say like, I'm cutthroat. Fam, you are. No. You you take no prisoners. That's the kind of thing. Like my mum is a Leo through and through. I think she's a triple Leo, to be honest. So who's um, more cutthroat, me or your mum? 
My mum's obviously more cutthroat because exactly. that's where her her actual main star sign is. But I'm saying your moon sign, it's like, it's it's the real emotions that you feel. Like your moon sign is what's kind of like on the back. So your Libra is, is what you face people with. Actually, tell a lie, your rising sign is what you face people with alongside your main but star babe, sign. You but say- your moon sign is like what's bubbling inside of you. And this is the thing. You may not be vocally cutthroat. You may not be vocally harsh but in your mind it's going no, through no 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 it's i am i am vocally harsh this is what i'm saying the, okay, my so argument you've is you've just argued but, but really, what i've argued deep down i'm not harsh like really it's a it's a defense mechanism babe i come across as harsh and cutthroat so people don't hurt me that's fine because but that's I'm still really, harsh and cutthroat babe if you know me yeah anyone i've met over the past three four years yeah I'm a sweetheart at heart, bro. So, yeah, like, so is my mum. That's, that's what I'm saying. But she's a Leo, but that's still part of being a Leo. Harsh exterior, yeah, but yeah. nice in the but inside. But I feel like everyone's like that to a certain extent because no one wants to to be more No, buff. there are people that are very, very flappy. Straight away, yeah, after, after man, jump. Nah, yeah, you can't man. be like there that. Are, jump. There are people that are like that after by jump, nature. Nah, I've got to make sure you Aquarius you're on... people are like that. I'm like that. You are like that. You are like rising. that. I have to yeah. make sure you're not a, you're not a prick first. Like so, I'm I'm like cutthroat, I'm, harsh, I'm like defensive. I'm Leo. like no, nah, it's not even that. It's just like I know that I wanna. If I know you and I like everything you, I'm saying. <laughs> now, nah, babe, this is where I'm coming from. If I like a person, yeah, I will. I will be like, okay, you're my brethren now for life. You get me. So for me to get to that point, I have to make sure that you're not a dickhead. So oh, yeah. my walls have to be up. How many people have I been like, you know what? Yeah, that's a nice guy. Turned out to be a prick. Mm. You get me? Turned out to be doing a madness on the side. Mm. And I'm thinking, right, my man. Really? That's why I'm thinking, right, like, maybe I need to be more strict. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe I need to have more walls. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's just a defense mechanism, isn't it? See? When- listen, listen to this. The, the sun, so your main star sign, determines your ego and your identity. Libras are very creative. That is you. Your moon Not all of them. rules emotions, moods, and feelings. So because I'm saying that you are a Leo moon, because I've researched it, obviously, um, y- your moon being in Leo... Your emotions, moods, and feelings are controlled by that whole thought process that you've just explained about being distant, about being quite, quite yeah. cutthroat. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that that's you to the core, yeah. but that's what's running your emotions and your moods. And then your ascendant, your rising uh, rising sign, is the mask that you present to people. So it's how you come across. I, now, I don't know what your one is of that. I think I'm getting softer. I know I'm getting softer because I have to catch myself sometimes being like, yo, bro. Tough or not? <laughs> because I'll give you an example. I didn't even tell you this. There's a lady at work. I'm not going to tell people where I work or whatever. But she's leaving and she's leaving and she expressed issues why she's leaving the job. And it was a, it was a deep story. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of this lady. Just her voice, hearing her voice at work brightens up everyone's day because she's got a certain accent or whatever, yeah? And then she explained what she's been going through in her household and stuff like that. I was thinking, raw you... And then she said, yeah, so I'm going to get this new job and reiterate I'm going to move and start fresh. I think she's in her 40s. And I was like, right, you can start fresh at 40. Like, people have to start fresh. Like, if you divorce, mm-hmm. you got no money, you know, you can be in your mid-40s, mid-50s, and you'd have to make a new start. Like, say you're a teenager kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So she was explaining the difficulties behind that. And then she lost her mom, reiterate All of this she's saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know her from Adam. I only just hear her through oh, work. Uh, yeah. But I'm feeling the emotion of the story. Like, I'm thinking, why am I getting emotional? I don't know this woman. 
And then I even messaged her saying, look, I'm not going to say her name, but I was like, look, I just want to let you know from just coming across you, like you brighten up everyone's day. Like you make me feel good. Even just hearing you talk and I'm sure you'll get back on your feet and I'm sure you're going to, you know, you're, I said, good luck in your future endeavors. And you're such a, a really kind person because she used to help me. I remember messaging her saying, look, I don't know how I'm doing this program or whatever, whatever it may be. And she was just so helpful. She reminded me of like a, a, a Welsh, they say Welsh teachers are the best teachers. Have mm-hmm. you heard that? No. Because they're, they're patient and nice and kind and that. That's the stereotype. Welsh teachers are great. Mm. Look that up. Yeah. She reminded me of that. So I felt obligated to send her this message because I felt so bad. I was like, my yeah, God, yeah, yeah. I want to know, I want to let you know that you're a really nice person. I wouldn't have done that before. Like, I would have said it like to you, like, oh, I felt bad for this woman. But I couldn't help myself. I had to send her the message. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying that story is because that shows that I am a bit more emotional. The older I've gotten, I am starting to feel like more empathy towards people you're starting to be to become well to grow into your libra self that's what libras are emotional yeah very emotional so what was you on about hard very, exterior then because that's your moon sign have you oh not been my, listening all right, let's move on, let's move oh, on. My let's move oh my god oh my god this on. guy this guy let's move on. i could not but before we move on i could not believe when i first met you that you were a libra because the mm. way that libras are described are so free-spirited spontaneous creative wants to just go out like just randomly randomly just falls in love with whoever and when you know whenever that's libras whereas you would you were not like that at all so that's what i'm saying the oldie that you're getting the more in tune you're becoming with your son in libra what i want to tell you i'm very good at reading people i remember meeting you and you had a certain group of friends when i met you Oh God, and I remember, <laughs> no, no, it's a real true story. <sighs> and I remember telling you, these man ain't your friends. And you used to look at me and go, what? Because I didn't even know you that long. But I can see from a distance, I can just tell sometimes when people are trying to take the piss kind of thing. I'm not mm-hmm. saying they were taking the piss. Mm-hmm. I just knew they weren't riders. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I knew yeah. they weren't riders. And I'm just good at reading people. So that just sometimes I put a wall up and just yeah. and just analyze what this person's going to do. Yeah. I would even allow someone to mug. I would even give someone the room to mug me off just to see if they do it. You know what I mean? Have you ever done that before? Give someone the responsibility. I don't play games like that. I no, no, no. But, 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 but true, I'm not talking about within a relationship. Sometimes just allow someone like leave 20 pounds on the floor and just you know what I mean and just see who picks it up kind of thing and yeah, gives it back it's not within my nature so I'm too much of a control freak but I but know what you mean these are the kind of things I do just I to see what you do that you risk 20 quid no, on the no that's a metaphor for what I'm talking okay. about so these are the kind of things I do just to see who's real I'll be mm. like okay let me not do this and see how you react or let mm, me mm. you know what I mean and when I get a friend baby you know this about me I have a friend forever yeah 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 that's yeah, my yeah. intention yeah 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 so I'm not Time looking time reborn sorry what time? I think either 2 in the afternoon or 2 a.m. Oh, that would change it completely. Okay, carry on. All right, so we're going to move on from star signs. Now, babe, let's get into this. Kyrie Irving, the famous basketball player, mm-hmm. is refusing uh, to take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what team does he play for again? I think he plays for the Brooklyn Nets, oh, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Okay. A New York team. Look, I don't know about basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know Kyrie Irving. He's a great player. Right, yeah. Now, he's refusing to take the vaccine. Why this is controversial 
is because his team aren't allowing him to play mm. unless he does take the vaccine. Now, it's all over the news. There's people that are criticizing him, um, saying, look, you're being selfish. Take the vaccine, you know, play for the team, it's for the fans. You know, you're one of our star players. Right, right, right. There's people praising him for taking a stance and saying, look, I'm a human being. I have the right to choose what to put into my body, whether I feel comfortable with doing it. Now, there's laws in the New York State New York State or whatever. There's a New York law or whatever, yeah. You can't go certain places if you're not vaccinated. There's mm-hmm. actually laws now in New York, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I think New York's liberat- libertarianism, is that a word? Liberatism. Liberalism. <laughs> Liberalism. New York's so liberal that they've become, you know, sometimes you can get so liberal and so scared and fearful to protect everyone that you start um, being dictating, liberal. yeah? You start dictating <laughs> to people. So you become the opposite of what you were, you know, fighting for. And I think New York has become a victim of that. Um, Now, what do you think he should do? Do you think he should take the vaccine? Because he can't play. They're saying he can't play. Is he still getting paid? I I think, no, I think something in his, you have to, you have to play to get paid. So I don't think he will be getting paid. So he's losing money. So what happens if he's ill or something? But he's or already compassionate leave. Oh, I don't know. Don't but apparently he's going to lose money. He's going to lose money because okay. he's not playing. So do you think, be honest, what do you think he should do in this circumstance? From What do you think? Do you think he's it's, moving right? It's difficult, isn't it? Because then you're, you're asking someone about, you know, you're, if, if I turn around and say, oh yeah, take the vaccine, I'm asking him to fold on his principles. You know what I mean? Like principles on his health and what he believes should be inside of his body. And I don't think I can really comment and dictate that you should definitely take the vaccine. But at the same time, from someone who has had to take the vaccine due to work purposes. You didn't have to. I mean, I kind of did have to. So so all the teachers have got it. All the teachers. Almost all, yeah. I mean, I kind of did have to because in my circumstance, um, there was going to be issues around pay, around isolation and okay. stuff like that. If I was having to isolate and I wasn't actually ill, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. obviously me having the vaccine would cause me to not need to isolate, meaning I could be at work more. So like... It was more convenient. Yeah, for me, it was like more the the convenience of doing it. And also like, I also didn't really care too, too heavy about being on one side of the fence versus being on the other side of the fence. So the way that I thought about it was if I don't care, if I don't care enough to put up a fight against people who are turning around to me and saying, take the vaccine. And I don't have enough of a will to turn around and fight people who are telling me the vaccine is evil. Don't take it. It's not good for you. Then ultimately I'm just going to, work for my best interest and my best interest is to not lose any of my money right, therefore cool. vaccine now Kyrie Irving though what yeah. should he do it's difficult I don't know is he is he successful in other areas I'd have to know a bit more context he's a star basket is elite top talent okay top talent basketball is he, at the, he, prime? Basketball. Is he at the prime yes, of his he career is, he is, he is. how old is he I don't think he's old. He's, he's like not young, 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 but he's got years, bro. He's he's a baller. Yeah. Okay, like if I compare him in football terms, he's like, oh, um, who's like upcoming Grealish, like an upcoming. He's not up, Kyrie. He's won rings already. Basketball fans are gonna be grilling me in the comments. Oh, you don't know, but he's a baller, bro. He's a baller. You get me? Yeah. He's a he's a sick player. You get me? So this is why it's a big deal because he can't play. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's, he's standing on his, his, his morals and saying, I'm not taking the vaccine. So mm-hmm. do you think he should take it, yes or no? If I were him, I would. Okay, cool. That's it. I, if I were him, I would. But I I still rate his decision to not because he's... Him turning around and saying no to the vaccine is him turning around and saying no to the millions and millions and millions that he could potentially be raking in. But mm. I, I have to rate it because he's standing by his principle. That's that's huge, you know what mm. I mean? I would take it because I would want the money, all the glory, all the fame. <laughs> Simple as. I'm not even going to lie about it, but it is what it is. We're all entitled to our yeah, own opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if that's his prerogative, if he doesn't see that any of that success would be worth it, then that's fine. Um, you know, and that's on him. And I'm also not in a position to be like, oh, you definitely should. Mm. You're so sh-. Do you know what I mean? That's... That's on him. Mm. I he wonder- has more money to play with than I do. Therefore, I've got more of a motivation to take the vaccine than yeah, not. We'll be right back. And we're back. Okay, from my perspective, I think it's a very noble thing he's doing. Mm-hmm. Because we should really have done our research into whatever this law is. That means he has to take it to play. Maybe it's a traveling thing, state to state. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be vaccinated. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I think it's a very noble thing that he's doing. He's standing on his morals. He feels like he doesn't need the vaccine. He feels like he understands people that want to take it, but he doesn't want to take it. Now, should that mean he shouldn't play? I feel like he's embarrassing whatever, you know, law or whatever. I don't know who the mayor of New York is or whatever law they've created in regards to people not being able to play a sport because they're not vaccinated. Yeah, I think that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for a city like New York Mm. who is just like obviously the whole world looks to new york you know every single film you watch the backdrop is new york like you know what i mean it's such a place of influence so i think it's embarrassing that you know that state is saying you can't do xyz without the vaccine i just think it's not really um i don't know it's not very forward thinking um of them to limit what people can do because of the fact that the vaccine's not in place but obviously there are plenty of arguments that that would go against what i've just said and that's fair enough but i think ultimately the issue here is the fact that he's been given no choice because this is what humans human beings are just infamous for doing you you tell them that they can't do something they want to do that thing that you told them they can't do and it's just as simple as that whereas whereas if there wasn't even a choice or there wasn't you know if if say for example you know the government wasn't making it um wasn't making it compulsory, yeah. then you'd probably he have probably more of took an it. uptake. He probably yeah. would have took it. If the vaccine, and I've always said this about the vaccine, the vaccine was marketed incorrectly. It was marketed incorrectly. The fact that you wanted people to take it and those those incentives and you was making it inconvenient for people if they didn't take it, I think it makes people, you know, worry. People start, especially people of colour, ethnic minorities we yeah, don't trust the government because the government exactly yeah, yeah, and that yeah. was also another thing like obviously coming from like filipino culture we are healthcare workers when we go abroad or domestic mm-hmm. workers whatever so there is a huge kind of culture of medicine i guess how does, the let me ask you this, how does whereas, um what's the perspective because in the philippines if i'm not mistaken the vaccine's very hard to come by or it's not as accessible as it would be over here or is it a limited amount i've done i've read this i've read this i'm serious like certain countries they want more vaccines because there's not enough to give to everybody or they haven't been able to provide enough 
for everybody. Is the Philippines one of those countries? Am I am I wrong? No, I think well, our vaccine programs. It's, well, it's legit. Know. It's just and I think easy. I think the vaccine is for a certain time free because I always see like Facebook updates from like just people back home and there were like posters outlining how much each vaccine would cost eventually if you don't make use of the fact that it's free now and i don't really think that in the philippines there's very much of an um anti-vaccine anti-vaccine culture because of the fact that no one can afford to go to hospital you know different there we go exactly so like no one can afford to go to hospital therefore the whole are you going to get the vaccine are you not going to get the vaccine thing it's a very first world problem to have Mm. so those of you Mm, who even can turn around and say I'm definitely not taking the vaccine. Don't care what you like. Don't like, mm. and and especially for the, like, fair enough. That's your own personal prerogative, yeah. But if you're going to turn around and force people to understand how bad this vaccine is and what have you, that's fine and all. But like, I just feel as though like, don't. I don't know, like, there, there are some people, in the same way that people who aren't taking the vaccine are being ridiculed for not taking it, people who have taken the vaccine have also been ridiculed for having taken the vaccine. And I, I think people need to understand that, obviously, it's all an individual choice. Like, in my homeland, you know, there, there's not even really very much of a question. People don't want to pay the hospital bills. We don't have an NHS. Everyone is very poor. You mm. don't want to get into ill health. Mm. So you take that vaccine when it's available and there's not even a question Different circumstances. whereas obviously people here can afford to live a healthy lifestyle can afford private health care can rely on things such as the nhs therefore there's more of a variety of choice and obviously when you're you're in a country like here and then we link it back to race and we link it back to the point of you know ethnic minority people don't really trust the government too too much obviously there's a it's completely understandable why there's a resistance to take such a thing mm-hmm. because government incentives have always have always been rolled out at the expense of black black and ethnic minority people do you know what i mean that that's always the thing so so yeah you know white white counterparts should definitely have more of an understanding as to why people from ethnic minority backgrounds don't really feel too too ready to go and jump at the sight of a vaccine but i think i guess like I said, it's all very, it all depends yeah, it on is very... what your cultural stance on it is. So like I said, for me, I guess the reason why most Filipinos have gone ahead and taken the vaccine is because for us, you know, we're infamous for being migrant healthcare workers. We mm. work within medicine, typically, stereotypically. Mm-hmm. So with that, we're not going to necessarily have something against what is like presented as an opportunity for us medicine studying nursing whatever is presented as an opportunity for a blessed life Mm. so then when you put vaccine into it it all links like okay this is going to mean that i'm going to be okay i trust it because without the hospitals and without the nhs and without my profession i wouldn't have even got here in the first place it's all psychological i think and it's deeper than what people think yeah i think i think to come over okay if this is very interesting if i was to move to this country from a a third world country, mm-hmm. what would be my perspective on the vaccine? It would oh be my God. extremely different, wouldn't it? I would see it as an opportunity and I'd be, probably I'd be thankful that it's available. But then again, there's a lot of ethnic minorities in that predicament. You know, people that have um, seek, asylum seekers, you know, a, a generation of, uh, uh, they've come from asylum, you know, uh, that, that don't trust it. Or, you know, people that have moved from different countries that still don't trust it. Mm-hmm. So th- it's difficult. But I think what people are fighting for is the option of choice. 
You know what I mean? People don't necessarily people aren't necessarily against the vaccine or for the vaccine. Mm-hmm. People are for choice. Yeah, That's yeah, one hundred percent. So when government had tr- when they tried to make it extremely inconvenient for people not to be vaccinated that's when people went okay what's all this about then this is is this about our health or is this about you uh scratching that itch of power in it we told you guys to take this and now everyone's took it they can't that scratches an itch isn't it of power like okay they listen like you know we said move and they moved we said jump and they jumped so people aren't comfortable with that um aspect of things so people like that's where i stand with it i don't stand for or against the vaccine i stand for my right to choose to just do whatever i want to do whether that's not to take it or to take it which is the reason why you're sticking with not taking it because you feel like to take it would be i feel like yeah 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 yeah. i feel like fair enough because they've just because they've said i should do something doesn't mean i'm gonna do it that's where i stand with it so maybe if they said I don't know, maybe if the vaccine was a limited, was, uh, you know, limited access and an exclusive thing you had to pay for and only the, the upper echelon of, of United King, you know, UK citizens were, had, ac- uh, had access to the vaccine. Our perspective would be different. People may have been protesting, why can't I get this vaccine? Mm-hmm. Why is it people only in this tax bracket that it's available to? You know, if it's they, all if psychological they did it like that, warfare, man. It is, yeah. It's psychological warfare between the government and the people. It's always been the case. Yeah, I do think that, like, you're right. You're right in terms of like the vaccine being held against people. That's where the government went wrong because up until that point, you could argue that it was everyone else that was being ignorant. Do you know what I mean? And that that was choosing to kind of ignore what the reality was. You know the vaccine in its early stages was never marketed as the cure to all COVID. It was never said to be something that keeps you 100% immune. You know, it was never marketed or advertised in that way from the off, from a scientific point of view. It's it's just a vaccine that is like all other vaccines in the past where it's not going to be 95... You, you, you know what I mean? It's not going to be like 99.9% effective to protect you against COVID and everything that comes with it. It was never marketed that way when it initially came out um, and when it was being scientifically explained. So I think when the government turned around and said, okay, you're going to need vaccine passports for X, Y, Z, that's when people were like, huh? Wait, hold on one second. Vaccine mm. passports for what? What mm. do you mean? And then, then it starts becoming like it's not your choice and you're being forced onto it, yeah. which is a shame because... I, th- I think what it is as well, we're getting deep now. The, the, the difficulty about... And this is where I stand with science in general. You've got people like my cousin Anika that trust science, you know, oh, this is the science, this is how... And so, listen, science is a blessing, which is a contradictory in itself. Science is a blessing, you know. But it is like, it, without science, we wouldn't, you know, look at the, you know, the healthcare that we have and the innovation behind it and why we can live for so much longer and why we know what to put on our bodies, what not to put in our bodies. At the same time, though, science is a man-made thing. Um, well, the process of science and it, it's, it's our brains trying to figure out what the best thing is. And people make mistakes. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So you can't trust it 100%. Nothing's 100%. And some people aren't willing to take that risk with the vaccine. You know, they say it's not 100% effective and there can be a side effect. That For me, that's enough for me to go, okay, then do I need this? I have to compare it, weigh it up to 
me getting the virus in comparison. Like I can live with the virus. I've I've already had it and I've gotten over it. So I think it's that distrust as well in science. I think because there's there's been occasions where you know articles come out and go well. The vaccine we issued back in 2003 would like to apologize because <laughs> you know what i mean when they come out with those statements it wasn't all the way you know it wasn't all the way uh you know moral there was there was mistakes made and you're entitled to this amount of compensation they always come out with it 10 years later bring me the compensation you know what i mean baby. so that's that's the <laughs> tricky part we'll move on though babe adele speaking of uh black fishing but <laughs> not adele but <laughs> adele's new song came out what's it called easy on me easy on me we, i want to quickly speak about adele and then move into another topic why can't adele keep a man because oh. it, it seems is is it her fault is she owning up to some of the bullshit now or is she is she blaming men because i haven't really deeped her lyrics mm. or i've never really listened to a whole adele album is mm. adele taking responsibility for her mistakes within the relationships too or is it just the man them that fucked her over kind of yeah, thing? Say, what, where's I'd she say, coming from with I'd it? I'd say that her lyrics have always taken some level of accountability. Um, yeah, I don't, I'd, I'd say that. You really? Let's get, let's, you... let's get a lyric breakdown then of her latest single. Look, carry on talking, babe, while I get this up. What, what do you think her perspective has been? Like, even someone like you, like, listen to the lyrics. She's talking about how she, she sounds a bit regretful mm. in the song. Let me get these up. Okay. Because she's talking about, I heard that you've settled down, that you found a girl, that you're married now. So she's like, oh my God, you've moved on. I shouldn't have done, I, I should have just stuck around. And then she goes, never mind, I'll find someone like you. So it's not like she's shaming the man. She's just saying, oh, we could have been. Well, let's get into it, babe. I want to hear your perspective. There ain't no gold in this river that I've been washing my hands in forever. What's she talking about there? I'm not singing it. I'm going to just talk about it like a poem, yeah? There ain't no gold in this river that I've been washing my... What? I'd really love to see the lyrics as you... uh, No, no, listen to what I'm saying. This is the lyrics. There ain't no gold in this river. No, 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 no. That I've been washing my hands in forever. I know there is hope in these waters, but I can't bring myself to swim. When I am drowning in the silence, baby, let me in. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me deep this. There ain't no gold in this river that I've been washing my hands in forever. Okay toxic waters yeah i know there is hope in these waters but i can't bring myself to swim she's she, what is she saying she's, she's acknowledged that love can be toxic but 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 there's should i tell you what the song's about you haven't deeped it no no i'm gonna go further okay we, we you can't break that bit down okay cool i'm gonna no, go I on can. to the, i'm gonna go on to the chorus i can't I'm I'm know what the overall, i know what the overall theme break down is. that bit okay. then break down so, that bit so that bit so she's referring to a time in her life where obviously she's post-divorce she's with her son and then she's she's in limbo she's in limbo she's working through her heartbreak while she has to stay strong and look after her son so there ain't no gold in this river so there's no there's nothing here in this mental space in between divorce and trying to be a good mom mm. there is no there is no hope in in this space all right then tell me about the saying. chorus tell me about the chorus go easy on me that's to her son baby i don't was still a child me. don't judge me my son i was still a child when i made bad decisions accountability i made bad decisions go easy on me don't judge me i am only human as much as i am your mother didn't get the f- chance to feel the world around me. I had no time to choose. Yep, she's what talking I chose about to starting do, so young in so the, go easy on in the me. industry. There ain't no room for things to change when we are both so deeply stuck in our ways. 
you can't deny how hard I have tried. I yeah. changed who so I was. There is no chance for me and your dad to basically get back together because we are stuck in our ways. We are two different people. I changed who I was to put you both first. There you go. Husband but now and I boy. give up. But now I give up. I'm no longer putting that man first. I am moving forward. So please be nice to me, you know, and don't be so hard. Don't be so judgmental on my parenting skills because of the fact that I've chosen to prioritize my own happiness over your father's. I had good intentions and the highest of hopes. Yep. But I know right now it probably doesn't even show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so she's moving, yeah? I didn't get the chance to fill the world around me. I had no time to choose what I chose to do. So go easy on me. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's acting. She's asking for forgiveness. She's talking to her son. Yeah, that's what I've just said. That's the whole song. She's so she's taking responsibility son. there. She's taking responsibility. Yeah, she's basically saying to her son, look, I'm a fuck up. Mm. So don't ju- no, no judgment. I'm human too. Like as much as I'm your mother, I am not the pinnacle of greatness. Yeah. Is what she's saying. So she's toxic then? <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact you took a deep breath. <laughs> Alright, I say that to say this, babe. Can two people steer the ship in a relationship? Now, they have, you have to take it in turns. Let me. Let, we'll get into can. it. It's got to be quite. You know, we got, we got fifteen minutes, so let's get into this. I feel like she's taking responsibility for her letting certain things go that she may shouldn't have. She shouldn't have let go. You know what I mean? Maybe she wasn't steering the ship. And she has to exit to then lead, you know, lead on your own because two people can't necessarily lead. Maybe the her partner was in charge and it just didn't go well. Mm. Can two egos steer the ship at the same time? Not at the same time. No, it's all relationship is about. It's very, it's very much relate the perfect the perfect kind of image of what a relationship is in relation to steering the ship perfect relationship that i want to kind of put in you guys's mind is um the chuckle brothers um <laughs> no it's true the chuckle brothers, so are we the chuckle brothers then? to me to you to me to you to me to you to me to you that is what a relationship is it's my turn i'm gonna steer it's your turn you steer that's all a relationship is Mm. and then when no one when you both can't be bothered to steer that's when the problems arise okay (laughs) so you feel to you to me to you that's what that's what steering the ship in a relationship is and no two people can really steer i mean i guess i can't say that no two people can steer you can absolutely work collaboratively together but in certain circumstances one will always be more aware of how to lead a little bit more over the other that's it i think it's like politics relationship it's like politics the way i see is whoever has the best idea wins that's how I see it, which is what politics should be, but it's not. Politics is a team sport now, isn't it? It's tribal. Not necessarily whoever has the best idea wins. It's whoever is on my team, you know, should beat your team. Yeah. You know, where it should be whoever has the best idea wins. For example, if you say to me, George, what if we take all the money, you know, we're using to rent a flat and instead of spending that money, we just 
buy a house and put it on a mortgage. For me, that's a great idea. So I'm not, you're not steering the ship. You just proposed a great idea. So why wouldn't I listen to that as an intelligent human being? That should be a relationship. Whoever has the best idea wins and we go in that direction you know what people's idea of best it don't always align what do you mean and this is the issue like i could come from a family that believes that renting and renting is the only way because what why why am i here like i could you know i want to plan my life elsewhere and settle down permanently elsewhere so that could be my idea of best but your idea of best could be different mm. so it's not about who gets the best idea i don't think it's about proposing ideas and coming to a compromise something that you're both happy with and then whoever's got more of the compromise to so say for example we're going to go 60 percent ahead with your plan but we're going to incorporate 40 percent of my plan in it you're still technically steering the ship to a certain degree and leading it above uh, like ahead of me by 10 percent but you're not leading it a hundred percent only by 10 percent. Okay, okay. do you know what i mean let me hit you with this then they say the best business deal is when you both feel like you kind of got fucked. You get me? So the best business deal is like for both parties is when both parties both parties feel like, ah, oh, I kind of feel like you're getting the better of me kind of thing. So you feel that way and, and I would feel that way. Like if we did business together, you would want to get a bit more out of it and I would want to get a bit more out of it. So we should both feel as if, ah, oh, damn, Mitt's got... I feel like Mitt's got the better end of the deal. And then you should be like, I feel like Jordan got the better end of the deal. That's a great business deal. Mm. And I feel like that's a relationship sometimes. So for example, me moving out of my mum's, let's get a bit personal, and coming here was me acknowledging the fact that you wasn't, when you approached me about it, you just wasn't happy about the, the way you was, you know, your living circumstances. But I wasn't happy with renting. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to come to a compromise, it was best for you to rent and it was best for me to see you happy in regards to prior to the way you was. You was just, on, you know, you wasn't balanced. It mm. was just, there was a lot going on. Mm. So I couldn't even be happy. Even if I didn't want to rent, it was, no, it, was, it was pointless not renting because you was coming to me every week just like, George, I need some fucking help here. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I couldn't win in the situation. So I had to say, okay, let's do this renting because you're not happy. Even though I didn't, I know it was dead money in renting. That's my perspective. Mm-hmm. But that was the compromise. So you felt... And also, just to clarify, that is also my perspective. Yeah. But sometimes your emotional well-being comes of first. Of course. Of course. So that would be an example yeah. of... You have to come to... you right. You have to come to a compromise and you have to have a plan around the decision. So some people get angry in relationships because the, that 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 in that moment you don't feel like it's the right thing to do. In that this moment, this whole steer the ship analogy is all a battle of egos, really, for me. Ego can ruin a relationship. Like I feel like you're right. Like you know, it needs to be. Let's take it in turns. Like it can't. There are going to be yeah. some things that you're going to just naturally be better at me than doing. But yeah. like, I feel like you need to kind of reach a point in your relationship where you don't feel threatened by that anymore. Like on a personal level as well. Like last week when you performed at what the Legacy mm-hmm. Theatre, is that what it's called? The Legacy Centre. Yeah. The Legacy Centre, yeah. So when you performed your spoken word, we came back and we had a really, really deep conversation about how you're never forthcoming about your like goals when it comes to like creativity. 
and I found myself explaining to you actually you know even though even though I'm not all the way in tune and in line with whatever it is that you're doing because it's a personal thing that you're trying to achieve here I'm telling you now that I'm in an emotional space in my life where I welcome those kinds of hopes and dreams and you talking me through it without feeling threatened whereas before I will admit like if you if you would have sat me down four years ago and said to me you know I'm gonna start my music and this is how much money I'm gonna be spending yeah, to go have been to the, the right studio time. I would have probably turned around and said why are you using our money <laughs> that is for our future <laughs> on a fucking studio like yeah, get yeah. real you know what I mean but now like I'm at a point in my life like I told you I'm I'm I I can hear those things and those things when I hear them never feel threatening to me anymore therefore share let me know what you know what what your hopes what your dreams are what outcomes you want to achieve from doing all of the things that you want to do creatively etc etc so for me I think that people who are in relationships really need to work on um really need to work on ego and really need to work on like okay what is and what isn't going to be threatening to my ears to hear because the only way that people can clash when it comes to steering the ship is when you feel intimidated by what the other person is trying to propose even if that idea is a great idea because that person proposed it and because you're not steering the ship anymore it becomes a problem and it shouldn't be that way in well you know what babe it's difficult as well though because i'm we're talking from our perspective yeah but look we're not perfect i'm not perfect oh yeah um but imagine being in a scenario where a lot of people are in these scenarios where people just don't have the best intention for you at all mm. it's mad like you can be in a relationship with a person mm-hmm. but they're not your friend but that's this that's is, the problem this is, this they're is, not your friend this is where that whole thing about being like be, being intimidated or threatened by someone else's success it's very what you're trying to describe is very much like what a lot of people describe like their friends to be like, like normal friends where yeah, it's like yeah. you're my mate but you're you're only my mate until i Unconditions, succeed yeah. and, and then when i succeed you start being like oh my yeah, god this is the issue you have to have you, you have to look for pure-hearted people mm-hmm. and there's tests and look i'm not the most pure-hearted I, you know i fuck up you get me in my past i fucked up and done you know certain things and that but i think the core of my being i'm i try to be a fair person i try to treat everyone fairly i don't try and um i don't know treat others better than others or whatever i try and be completely fair i'm uh, straight you know straight down the middle and i think even before me and you were together i wanted to make it clear to you that i don't have selfish intentions with your goals dreams or whatever you want to want to accomplish Mm -hmm. and i may not show that the greatest sometimes but that's where i stand first and foremost the core of my being is to make sure that you achieve to your best of abilities whether i'm involved or not Mm -hmm. as a friend that's just my outside eye and when i i I become a friends with people i want i want that to be clear that look whether you met me or not i want you to achieve what you wanted to achieve Mm -hmm. regardless of me so if I'm coming in the way of that, ask me what I can do to not be in the way of it or what I can do to kind of take my own ego out of that. And I think where relationships suffer is some people don't really care about the betterment of the other person. They want to, they, they want them, they, they're, they're thinking about them. They want to keep up appearances. They want to, they want to come across a certain way. And it's all about them. Yeah. 
they're not thinking about the other person and vice versa so then you're just you're at war from minute one so you both need to take yourself out and some people go but it's him and then he will go but it's her no 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 it's you but it's you and you you know what i mean <laughs> you, you get what i'm saying yeah and that's what's the problem and look I'm, we're not here to preach bro we got issues you know what i mean every relationship's got issues i hate doing that like oh yeah i know the recipe nah <laughs> it's an everyday process but i think if the core of your being is to look at that person and say look i want you to fly regardless of my ego regardless of my bullshit if my intention is for you to be great at whatever you want to do and happy at whatever you want to do and if i ha- if i do get in the way of that let me know and let's see what we can do about that i think if that's your approach the relationship will do good yeah. i think i don't know maybe that is that naive no 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 no. i think that's true i think that's true i i for one have definitely gone on a journey where i've had to try and not make it about me because obviously what ends up happening is when you build up so much resentment in relationships because obviously there's always there's always going to be power shifts in a relationship there are always going to be periods where sort of like you know one person is loving you both enough for the both of you kind of thing and and, and it's part of the process obviously there comes a point where that becomes unhealthy but you've got to be able to call that when it does happen but like for me I can 100% relate to what you're saying because like I was like like I was about to say when you build up so much resentment against one person you feel a certain right to all of the attention to you being pandered to it's my turn now it's my turn to feel good about this and it's it's your turn to suffer and yeah, you know bad. what i mean and, and 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 with a lot of relationships obviously you know when when that resentment is built up it's really hard to kind of throw it all away let it go and start fresh yeah. and it's a process so it's also about like understanding as well from the other side like in our circumstance you had to understand where your shortcomings were mm-hmm. appease me mm. to a certain degree but then once 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 sort of everything kind of balanced out you had to have the intelligence to turn around and say okay I'm, I'm not gloating anymore like i've paid my dues i can't live the rest of your life mm-hmm. with you resenting me for something that i've done and something yeah, yeah. that i feel like i've um you know paid penance for like if you've if you've done your penance for it mm-hmm. why why continue to kind of dig at you and pull at you and take away from you and make it all about me mm. and so you know it's it, it's just about understanding when when it's time to kind of reach a compromise once again mm. because relationships are never we're doing 50 50 all the way you know what nah, i mean of course. like there That's are, not realistic. There are there are, there are weeks where you're doing everything yeah, yeah, and yeah. then there are weeks where I'm doing everything and then and then the, in those weeks we're probably thinking why are you not doing anything or why yeah, are you yeah. not doing I anything think, I think you, you, have to, you have to approach oh, we'll be right back I think you're right I think you have to approach it like you would approach meeting a friend people approach relationships different to their friendships which makes things weird yeah i agree because when you meet a friend you don't go well i wanted you to do well some people do it <laughs> well i wanted you to do what i wanted to do you yeah. know what i mean you just say oh that's my brethren that's what he's on or that's what she's on yeah you know what i never, mean we you never, never hold them to the same we, thing yeah we never we never we never treat our family yeah. ourselves or our other halves the way that 
like, we, we never give them the same courtesy mm. as like I don't know, like as 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 your friends or people that you aren't so close with, like, and that is really. And people really wonder why their friendships last so long, and their relationships don't, don't. treat yeah. you. Okay, treat your partner like your friend. But have a human con. Okay, have this human contract. If I was gonna give any advice, have this would be my advice. As a human being, you you say to yourself, if you're gonna enter a serious relationship, say to yourself, I'm gonna treat this person like a human. Yeah. And I understand that this person is complex. This person will not always be perfect. This person will hurt my feelings. But I have to... I have to attempt... at make, I have to make an attempt to make this person feel as comfortable, as happy, and as understood as possible. You're going to get it wrong. But as long as you're trying to do that, and that was the contract you committed to... You know, as long as you're trying to do that. And look, if the relationship doesn't work, guess what? You can say, yo, you know what? We didn't see eye to eye all the time. Things just went wrong. But I tried to stick to those three things. I tried. I tried to make sure that person was happy. I tried to make sure that that person felt comfortable and understood. I tried. And it never. if it never worked, it never worked. But you know what? We can end this on cool terms because the attempt was pure. Where things go wrong is... When the shady shit, the dark shit starts happening and you're not even being a friend. So how can you be in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Would you do that to your brethren? If the answer is no, then why are you doing it to your partner? Mm. You get me? It's true. It's true. It's because like... But people don't do this. Yeah. They don't treat it the yeah. same. When it comes down to it, obviously, we're not idiots. Like We understand that there is a difference between having an intimate relationship with someone versus being friends with someone. But I guess the moral of the yeah. story here is, is just understanding that you don't need to bite your partner's head off. Do you know what I mean? If you mm. want, if you wouldn't... If, if say, for example, like I always refer... I always think back at um, our most recent fight that yeah, we yeah. had where I literally bit your head off and then as a result it turned you into a monster basically in my eyes anyway <laughs> I um, got angry in it like, yeah like, yeah he got he, I don't know about the I monster just thing. Like, I was just like oh god he annoys me so much but it was just me literally um, releasing some frustration that I had on Jaws but then I think to myself if say for example he was my roommate or like this was a friend that I was living with at uni I wouldn't have said it in the tone that I said it in yeah, and yeah. I wouldn't have I, I wouldn't have snapped as like as, as harshly as I did snap. Do you know what I mean? Granted, your reaction was not warranted, but I feel as though, like, in that situation, that was a teachable moment for me. Like, you know, that relates to what we've been speaking about, which is I would never, ever, ever go back into a space where I was living with friends. Like, like imagining living with Ella and Irene at uni and say, for example, the washing wasn't done and I had to cook the dinner. Like, I would, I, I just wouldn't. Like, I'd bite my tongue and I'd, like I hold it against them in yeah. my own heart and yeah. let it go eventually yeah. I wouldn't have snapped so and hold and man you know what hold your reputation close to you I don't like I've, I've done some bad shit to people in my past I don't like that I don't like the fact that they can say oh my man you know what he did like you read tear tear or I don't like that that bothers me so now when I'm old now I get, as I get older everyone I come across I want to make sure they can't say some shit on my name you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want you to come out of this relationship and be like, oh, Jordan did this, Jordan did that, Jordan did this. Like, why don't people care about that? Like, they, they don't care about their reputation. They just want to treat someone any type of way. And then that person goes and talks about that person. 
And now people are like, hold on, my man did this or you you did that. Like that should bother you as a human, in my opinion. Mm. Like your reputation is everything, can it? Mm. So I want to make sure that when I come out of a relationship or if I come out of a relationship, I want you, Mitz, to be able to say, you know what, you never worked here. Yeah. But he's a good guy though. He's a good guy, he just never worked. You know what I'm saying? I want that. Where some people just think, because the relationship's done, I don't, I don't care what she says about me. It matters, bro. It matters, bro. It matters what people think. It does, bro. Like, it does. Like, people want to know, okay, what happened? Like, okay, and then what happened? Raw, you know what I mean? And you hear about it and you're thinking, my man's like that. Like, you get me? I think it's important that even in, even if you can't get along, that someone can respect you as a human and say, you know what? As a person, I can rely on this person. We never, it never worked or we never got along. But that never happens. Like when relationships end, it's always on some madness. Mm. That means you weren't you weren't being respectful towards each other. Something went completely wrong. Mm. I don't believe in that. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that. I've lost friends, yeah. And if they ask, if they really ask themselves about me, what can they really critique? Really, what can they say? Did I steal from them? No. You get me? Did this happen? No. Did I lie to them? No. As a friend. So then the relationship just ended. So you can't really talk bad about man. You can't, you get me? You just didn't work out kind of thing. Yeah. But I feel like people have forgot that. People just take it to another level. Ah, he broke my window. And I'm thinking, you know what I mean? Like, why, where are we going with this? Let's just end it. Just end it. Don't go to that other level. And it's easier said than done, isn't it? It's easier said mm-hmm. than done. I'm talking like, say, you get me? Things don't happen, in it? Nah, things definitely happen. But I think yeah. people forget, like, right, you're moving mad. I know you two have sex, but really and truly, would you do this to your brethren? No? So then why are you doing it in your relationship? Mm. People take relationships and go wild. Like, th- there's no rules anymore into way- the way you treat a person kind of thing. Yeah. Am I making sense? Yeah, I know what you mean. Because some people just get into relationships to be abusive. And that's that's yeah. the truth. That is the truth. Like, because they've got so many demons within them, they've got to take that demon out on someone else. And it's then they, they get into relationships just to basically tickle their inner demon. It's mad. Um, and bring, bring stay that single, out. Stay single, man. Yeah, stay single if you're going to be that way. Um, and also, like, it's important to highlight as well, like, what you were saying was predominantly man-based. Yeah, I'm talking it's from, important, yeah. It's important for women to, 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 to be able to walk away from relationships with their head held high. And not just with a fake, well, I never did anything. It's his loss. Not just a fake, you know... I'm invincible, I ain't done no wrong, but really and truly, like, check yourself, check the way that you've carried yourself, because what you also don't want, and what every single woman hates, is being the topic of discussion at a boys' gathering, like, you don't ever want to be that person, so I do think that, you know, there's a lot of women that leave relationships with a false pretense that they were the high and mighty, and they were in the right, and Mm. they, you know, they could have never done anything wrong, little do you know, this woman was slapping up their other half, not really thinking that it's domestic violence because they're a woman, but it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. So so I think it's important for us as women to also have enough self-respect to turn around and say, you know what? Actually, not 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 anymore. You're not you're not dragging me to your level. You are not walking 
out of this situation with something to hold against me. No mm. way, no how. So I am leaving this with my conscience clear and with nothing to look back on. That's it. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Like, I think it's important for women to get that as well because we, obviously, we don't, we, we, benefit from the victim narrative with being the victim and being the abused because we are physically weaker we are more the emotional being so we get away with a little bit more when it comes to that but don't allow yourself to go completely off the reins and stoop down to someone's low level because of the fact that we've always got that comfort blanket to rely on because it's not always the case that you're always going to be the better person because you are by default a woman in the relationship. Facts. That's true, man. So that's true. But we say all this now. Watch when we start. Watch when we have kids. The games. The games will start coming. Games will begin. <laughs> I think kids change things, you know, for relationships. I think it takes it to some next dimension in regards to shit you would never do, kind of thing. I don't know, man. It scares me. It scares me. That's why we're not getting pregnant. <laughs> it scares it me, bro. It, beginning it of the episode. The things I've heard, the stories I've heard, and you just, I don't know what it is. I think, whose who's kid is it? That's, I think that's the problem. We could talk about this all day. And what I mean by that is, when we have a child, whose is it? It's both of us. That's the problem. So whose is it? You get what I'm saying? Whose is it? It's both of us. Technically a little bit more mine. Cause I See, that's the months. problem. See, women believe that shit. And that's problematic. That's problematic, babe, because then you believe you're more entitled to certain things, which people could argue is true. But is it though? Because then that creates friction, isn't it? Because then you're like, okay, well, I'm the mum, so I can such and such. And, and then the, the, the uh, what's the word? The hatred starts, or the resentment kind of starts yeah, there. Yeah, That's yeah. what happens. Yeah, it's true. And, With but, the kids, bro. But you know, but you know, you know what it is. Is that like? I mean, obviously, I'm no mom. <laughs> But I'd like to think that when I do become a mother, like I've always been of the mindset that it takes a village to raise a child. So, you know, as much as I would definitely be defensive over the way that I raise my child and I definitely want to take a little bit more of a lead on raising my child, Mm. um, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to sharing the responsibility and and getting, you know, getting advice from other people on, on what they thought, you know, could be beneficial to my child. Like, I think one thing that mothers make a mistake of is believing that just because they've become a mother they know exactly how to be a mother yeah um and you don't you don't especially not with your first child like obviously there is such a thing a a thing as female instinct there is such a thing as you know just just knowing because you know you're connected to that child for nine months i believe in all of that but at the same time let dads be dads let dads be dads you've got to be you've got to remember dads be dads you've got to remember like you've you've just got to remember that you 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 are only one person um and like you get don't give yourself too much credit but not in a bad way in a in a humbling way but like, still don't give there's yourself bad, too much there's credit. bad dad's waste manning it out bro. yeah that's true i ain't you saying are no waste names man. there's bare man waste manning it out some <laughs> people just aren't ready just for looked kids into the camera and said you yeah, are a waste i, I ain't saying no names but some man ain't some man ain't ready for kids man some man yeah. ain't ready and that's fine you've had them you're not ready yet hopefully you can improve as you get along and, you know, you're going to make mistakes. And, and that. in that case, then I, I wouldn't blame the woman for taking the lead. Because if you haven't got a man that's willing to turn around and say, nope, 
I'm taking him out for a walk today or no, I'm doing this. I'm seeing my son today. If there is no desire on your part, then really and truly. And you know what's mad? Man think that their kids, yeah, don't know what's going on as well. This is the thing. Kids. They don't, they think they don't know. They think they can finesse the youth. Like if the youth's got, wants to go to the park on Saturday, say he's three years old Mm. and dad's like, oh, I'm busy. He won't know anyways. Man knows, you know, man will remember. Man will remember. (laughs) And dads don't think, dads think like, ah, they can finesse the youth, but the youth starting to gain consciousness and there's the youth starting to look at mommy sad. Why is mommy sad? You know what I mean? The youth starting to do the maths in the brain and then the relationship severed. Guys, I swear to God, it's I don't true, think people don't give babies enough They have credit. an intuition, fam. They have an intuition, even when they're newly born. Like, I'm fam, not being they funny. They fam. A man don't think they know. Mm. They think they can dock out on their youth. Like, mm. oh, he's, he's not going to cluck. Mm. He's clucking, fam. I clucked certain things early, bro. Early. I clucked early whose team I was on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get me? Yeah. It don't take long. Yeah. It don't take long. And that is my biggest fear. I know that that kids know. I know they know because I've been there. Yeah. So I know where I need to be. I know how involved I must be because I don't want my youth to be like, oh, my dad. I'm team mommy. You know what I mean? I want them to be team daddy. You get me? So well, let the games begin. So I'm I'm competitive like that. So I'm I'm not gonna be having. I'm not gonna be. You know, I, I can't make it to your assembly. I'm there, bruv. I'm gonna be at the assembly front row. I'm the embarrassing dad clapping with the camera. Like you know what I mean? That's mm. that's gonna be me. Mm. So I think it's important that we remember that the kids are aware, bro. I'm talking to the dads out there that think they can finesse and just miss that, miss the link. Yeah, man. You get me? It's true, man. Kids kids clock onto it i remember being four years old and taking my dad's picture down from the wall hugging it thinking he was never coming home because him and my mom were going through issues Mm, mm. at the time and it was very very serious it felt like my world was breaking apart yeah and i couldn't like it's a lot to comprehend as a child like when you're trying to figure out okay who am i going to spend time with where should i go my dad's done nothing to me my mom's done nothing to me but yeah i've seen my mom do this to my dad and i've seen my dad do this to my mom so it's very 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 polarizing for children mm. and i think what people don't understand is that like, those foundation years those early years um you know that children uh, are growing up so you know fuck secondary school and whatever else obviously i'm not saying that you're exempt from experiencing trauma when you reach that age but like when you're in like toddler phase like that trauma sticks with you to the point where it becomes innate like you don't even know it's there but it's there yeah and man this is another perk if you're a great dad and you're not with your baby mom you can always press she's always going to respect you i guarantee it when you flop as a dad the respect is gone the respect is gone but it doesn't matter what you you could be doing all types of fuckery on the side yeah but if you're a great dad the baby mom ain't gonna she's gonna still feel you she's gonna still feel you because she can't say nothing about it you get what i'm saying she's gonna she's good she, more times she's gonna want to get back with you because you're handling your responsibilities it's the respect goes when you're not showing up you know what i mean you, you wants to go to the park you're not there you're not mm. showing up. How is that attractive to a woman? It's not. Mm. When you, no matter what happens in your relationship, as long as you're handling responsibilities, 
it's when your woman loses respect if you're not handling certain things you're not handling certain responsibilities that's when it goes down the drain you can have all types of arguments but the core is the responsibility yeah but on that note let's go man big up shake it while bravo juice yes thank you for sponsoring another episode of korean chicken <sighs> i might have taken another shower man shit but um yeah oh yuck uh, i probably won't need another shower but um yeah man big up the sponsors make sure you guys like comment and subscribe um we're out peace you want me to hold this big it up yeah make sure you guys i don't know cup follow them up great drink yeah i thought you were just gonna open it and <laughs> you drink it you're forcing me to drink this now what kind of god shit is this all right then cool peace